What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. So, first of all, let me just give a shout out to Kiki for saving our ass per usual. Per usual. Um, Yes, Drea is still in Houston, so we are doing a uh, little virtual Poor Minds episode today. I kind of like it, though. Yeah, this is our first time doing like a little virtual online Poor Minds episode together. So, um, yeah, so we're going to just push through the episode and get through it. It's going to be a good episode per usual. Yeah. uh, first, let me just give um, my quick prayers and love and sending out to the family of uh, Jacob Blake. Uh, the police brutality is still crazy. So shout out to everybody who's still been out there protesting and standing up for something because it is a long fight. And if you saw the video, the video was crazy. It's amazing that he's still alive. So prayers out to him and his family, first off and foremost. Yeah. Um, so what's been up with you this past week, little Drea? I've had a very heavy week. Um, That's why I'm still in Houston. I feel like, you know, at this point, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter or social media, you know, I'm sure you've probably already seen me talking about my father passing away. Um, He passed away two weeks ago. um, And I didn't really want to talk about it when it first happened. You know what I mean? Because I just was dealing with all of the emotions and stuff. And I feel like it didn't really feel real to me yet, you Mm. know, but then coming home and going to the funeral and stuff, like I really, you know, just had to accept that that's the reality of what things are in my life um, now. And it's been really, really rough. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, I've been making it through. I have great friends. You know, you've been there for me a lot. Um, My friends in Houston have been there for me a lot. I have great family as well. So, um, you know, me and my mom are going to be okay. Just keep us in y'all prayers. Of course. But that's why and, I'm in Houston. And let me just add that, like, seriously, I'm not capping. I'm not lying. You had literally found out before we recorded the WAP episode. And that was, like, one of my favorite episodes that we've done this year. As crazy as it sounds, so it was like, bitch, you pushed through the fuck. Like, because I don't, I know for a fact, if something happened to, like, one of my like somebody close to me in my family, I can't record. I'm not even going to lie to you. So the fact that you did that episode and not only we did that episode, but that was like one of our favorite episodes that we've done. I was like, okay, bitch, this is a true professional. So oh, thanks friend. Yeah. Kudos to you, girl. It was definitely hard getting through the episode, but I think it was a good episode. It was a great episode. That episode was fucking good. Before we record, like maybe like two hours before we recorded because I was at Kiki house. Yeah. You had called me. We were on the phone like right before we recorded and it was just kind of like a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, it was. But it was, it ended up being a good episode. So, you know. Yes. Yes. So I've been having a blessed week. How has your week been going? Well, first of all, <laughs> let me just say that life is good right now. Um, I agree. I had a very good month. I had a very blessed birthday. I have been getting the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I have, like, my boo is cool. Like, that's my nigga. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a good space. I got everything that I wanted for my birthday. Like, everything I wanted, like, 
I just had a, a good, you know, this week has just been good. My me and my boo, we cool. Uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that in the sex topic. So I'm gonna get to that later on. But yeah, okay. me and Throwback Bay is good. He dicking me down. I you know okay. good dick, good times. Can't so, never go um, wrong with that. Yeah, so yeah, my week has been good. Uh I'm just happy, I guess. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yes. I love when you're in a good mood and a good space. I mean, you know me. It, it, I'm probably going to get dumped in a few weeks, but we're going to bask in the happiness right now. We're not going to even speak on that. We're not going <laughs> to put that out into the universe, okay? We're not even do Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so let's get into these topics. I'm going to let okay. you bring in the first topic, sis. Go ahead. Okay, so the first topic that I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about being in a section with women that you don't know. I mean, I feel like it's something that we've all, you know, had to do before, something that we've all experienced. And I just kind of wanted to touch on um, sometimes how awkward it can be and how friction can get started. and stuff. Because I feel like with me and my homegirls, it's easy for us to be in a section with other women and it don't be no drama. It don't be no issue because we, we fun. We love to have fun. We at the club to turn up. Don't nobody want no drama and stuff. So I kind of wanted to talk about it from a like perspective of maybe like women who be seeing other girls in the section and be being catty and rude and mean for no reason. So, um, Oh, go ahead. My bad. Finish. Well, I was just going to give like a little, you know, backstory on why I wanted to talk about this. Um, my friend and I went to the club in Houston the other day. We went to Rose Gold and there was some girls in the... I mean, well, first we went to camp. And so, two of the girls that was at camp in a section with us, at camp they was real cool. It wasn't no issue, nothing. So then mm-hmm. later, we went to Rose Gold later on that night. And when we got to Rose Gold, I invited one of my other friends, Carrie, to come out with us. So Carrie ended up coming meet me and Jasmine. And we were in a section with the girls again. They came late. So we was there already. We were sitting down in the section. Then they pull up and one of the dudes didn't want to let one of them sit down. So then they had to sit separately because it wasn't mm-hmm. no more for them to sit next to each other. So they talking across all of us to each other. Me and my friend Jasmine, we asked them politely, you know, do y'all want to move by each other so that, you know, y'all can talk to each other. We don't have an issue scooting down. The girl tells me, if I wanted to move, I just move. You ain't got to tell me that I can move. I I, I know I can move if I want to. I'm good where I'm at. So, you know me, I'm like, all right, sis, you need to relax. You need to calm your ass down because that's unnecessary. I stopped talking to her. I finished partying. As I'm mm. sitting there with talking to Carrie, Carrie tells me that apparently the girl that's sitting on the other side of Jasmine uh, fucked her man while they was together. Fuck so Carrie's was, man? Yes. Oh, while girl. They, while they were together. So she's like, I think that's why she mugging us and stuff like that. So then she just starts hitting Jasmine with her hair, dancing, bumping into Jasmine, not saying excuse me. And you know how Jasmine is. You know how she is. So she getting the attitude. She ready to spaz on the girl. I'm trying to calm her down. She goes to the bathroom because she like, let me collect myself real quick. She goes to the bathroom. She comes back from the bathroom. The girl's still doing the same shit. So she mm. starts popping off on the girl. Then the girl trying to act like she didn't know what she was doing. We was cool at the other club, blah, blah, blah. So then I hear the other little bitch on the side of me talking crazy. So I'm like, what's up? Because she said, oh, these hoes, but they not about to do nothing. They not about to pop nothing. Bitch, you not about to pop nothing. 
You're not about to pop nothing. What are you saying? So then we, so then I'm arguing with the other girl. Mm-hmm. Why are we getting kicked out the section? Why uh, right, we, rightfully so. Why the niggas kick the? Why the niggas let us get kicked Thank out? Thank you. I'm glad y'all asses got was, kicked out. I wasn't tripping out because I went to another section with a way better BDB. So it was what it was. But right. it's just like all of that shit was unnecessary. Okay. And I don't feel like it was my fault. Okay, so I can agree with that. So, um, so first of all, let me say, I'm not speaking to you because you already know this. I'm just speaking to everybody. The girls listening, there is section etiquette, okay? There's section etiquette, especially when you're a beautiful young lady and you're in a section with a BDB, you know what I'm saying? So, um, first things first, there are going to be other women in the section that aren't your friends and you don't know these women. Me, y'all know what my role is? What I do, I'm the shot girl. Who wants shots? We, we The bottle come, you pour everybody up. That kind of breaks the ice. That lets the other girls in the section know what type of time you on. It, it's supposed to be a turn up good time at the end of the day. Because guess what? If y'all bitches about to start arguing in the section, the niggas going to kick y'all out and replace y'all with some old bitches. Now, in your situation, it was probably cool because it wasn't nobody and you went to another section. But a lot of times, bitch... I went to LA one time and my friends started arguing. We got kicked out of a, a very famous person section, a very famous athlete section, and it was very fucking embarrassing. Okay. Oh, I so, wasn't embarrassed. It's my city. I can go to another section. No, that's what I'm saying. So, and that's I'm, in your situation, like, you know, you're good. But one thing that I've learned, especially as an adult, like being this age now, I'm not fighting. I'm not saying that you're wrong if you do, you know, because a lot of times you, you a type of person, you don't take no shit. I'm the type of person, I don't let shit get to me. I don't even give a fuck. So, wait, let, let me finish. Let's also say this. I don't fight. No, you don't. I'm not saying that you fight. I know. I know that. But what I'm saying is, first things first, I just ignore people. So, if I would have told her, hey, um, you you can sit over here or whatever, and when she would have got an attitude, that would have been dead for the rest of the night. Nay, nothing. I don't hear nothing because I'm turning up and I'm having a good time. I don't let people get to me, especially when we in somebody else's section. Most likely, y'all not paying for nothing. All we all just here to drink and have a good time. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of times, bitches be hating. You're beautiful. Jazz is beautiful. Carrie is beautiful. So a lot of times, bitches be like, okay, we came here for the BDB and we got to compete with these hoes. Sometimes that's a that's the type of time sometimes that bitches be on. So it, was, it ain't even about you. It was definitely that energy for sure because the bitch Jasmine was arguing we came out with a fucking hole in her jumpsuit. I should have known she didn't give a fuck about nothing. When I seen that motherfucking hole in her jumpsuit, then the other bitch was fucking walking around with a fucking car holder, bitch. I know your nigga don't love you because where is your purse? Why am I arguing with a bitch who don't even got a purse? You not a card holder. A car, bitch, not even a wallet. A card holder. And you know what I'm talking about, them little bitty ones where you can see the cards in them. Yo, <gasps> you, oh, you can see the holders. you can see the cards. Yes, you know what I'm talking about, them little bitty square card holders you can fit like five cards in there. That's what they whole head. They holding her lip gloss. Bitch, where's your purse? Ho. I'm dead. So I, I should have known them hoes didn't give a fuck about nothing. But for me, it was just the principle. And you know, I'm always the one who be, for the most part, especially with Jasmine, trying to deflect the situation, trying to calm right. shit down. Because I know my friend is hot headed. Mm-hmm. But that little bitch on the side of me, and like I said, the first time she got an attitude, I let it roll. Mm-hmm. 
I let it ride and I finished having fun. And you know what I mean? Then I hear her talking crazy again, but then she talk about ain't nobody gonna pop nothing. You not gonna pop nothing. What the fuck you talking about? What nobody talking about popping nothing? But you who are were, were these any like important yeah, characters in Houston? Wait. No, they're not important, but one of them you probably know from the strip club because she's washed up and she used to be a stripper. So I'm gonna tell Ooh. you that scene <laughs> when we get off the fucking camera and that house was looking musty, crusty, and dusty, and she had hair under her arm. Oh, not the hair, she didn't get that fresh wax. No, bitch, it was a bush, and I ain't talking about like a little stubble, I'm talking about a bush. Mm, okay so yeah back to what i was saying as far as being in a section with the other girls the best thing you can do especially when you with a bdb a bdb don't respect if no you don't so well, well no i'm just speaking in general i'm just not talking about your situation i mean in general if you're in a section the most thing that a bdb gonna fuck with you for is being the fun girl we yeah. told y'all this from the beginning of time if you're trying to fuck with a bdb you supposed to be the girl that he have fun with that he can turn up with so whenever he bring this bitch and this bitch in the section he know you ain't gonna do no tripping Cause I know when I I have friends that are BDBs, my nigga is a BDB, right. my side nigga is a BDB. Everybody I mean, around. That's why you didn't Cause who admits that? Um, first of all, I don't oh, have I a side know. nigga. I don't have a side nigga. First of all, I, I think I think everybody in my life knows how I am right now. I am one nigga me down. Okay, <laughs> one nigga me down. I no, want him to hear this and be like, hold on, what? No, girl, he don't listen to the show anyway. <laughs> he don't listen. But what I'm saying is everybody that, uh, all the male figures in my life are BDBs. But they know and they trust, oh, when Lex come through and Drea come through and Diamond come through or whoever, it's good. Y'all can invite whoever. Bring y'all girlfriends, y'all wives, y'all cousins, y'all mothers, y'all grandma. They gonna have a good time. And it's so, always good vibes. It's always good vibes. So when you go out, ladies, and you're out with somebody else and they're inviting you out, get that chip off your shoulder. It's going to be other beautiful women in the section. Who cares? As long as y'all not paying for shit and y'all having a good time, stop being that negative Nancy that's just like, mm, who are these hoes? Who are these hoes? Who cares who they are? Drink then, and smoke them hooks. But then it's like, yeah, and also get that chip off your shoulder because like Lex said, because this is one thing I'll say, and I feel like I talked about this no, I didn't talk about this on the show, but me and Skeet was having a conversation and I was basically just telling Skeet how I feel like, you know, becoming friends with you and you moving to Atlanta and stuff, like, you've changed me so much, like, as a person, honestly, because I used to really get angry easily about little things, you know what I mean, and mm -hmm. be ready to pop off on people and it's like, you really have taught me over, of course, the time that we've been friends, especially since you've been living in Atlanta, that it's like a lot of shit just really... It's just not even worth your time. It's you not. I mean? It's really not. And you don't need to be putting your energy into this type of stuff. Because it really does. When you wake up tomorrow, it's not going to even matter. So right. I feel like, you know what I mean? I try to carry that with me everywhere I go. And so, you know, when I be with my friend, I be always trying to tell her that. But she a little bit different from me, of course. And... <laughs> And, um, you know what I mean? But, but I was saying that to say, yeah, get that chip off your shoulder too. Cause you're going to run into bitches like that. Who's going to be ready to smack the fuck out you. Exactly. You're going to run into the wrong bitch one day. And it's like, who wants to be fighting in the club? Right. Fight, you know, and y'all already know how I feel about fighting. I don't talk about people who do fight, but for me, I'm 31. I'm a bad bitch. Most likely <laughs> I got my Gucci's on. <laughs> okay. I'm trying not to scuff my shit up, bitch. Okay. 
I mean, bitch, I feel you. I feel you. Cause I, but I was about to pop, bop that hoe upside the head with the YSL if needy be. Oh, come on, I YSL. Was, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to have to go there with her. You know what I mean? But, but I think that's my thing too, and that's why I was so frustrated by the situation. Cause like I said, I don't fight. I haven't gotten a fight since high school. If mm-hmm. any time I get into it with a bitch, I can almost nine times out of ten, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's that bitch. It ain't me. Because right. I be really chilling. Yeah, you do. You are a chill person. You're and not I'm a person cool. that just pop off shit. Yeah. No, and I'm cold as fuck. And I really was being genuine when I was asking, like, do you want to move to this side of the section? Mm-hmm. She, if I know what I can do. What you can do <laughs> is calm your motherfucking ass down. Mm-mm-mm. But, yes, girl, I just had to tell y'all about that little story because I thought that was crazy. And like Lex said, in the club, it's a certain level of etiquette that you need to have as a woman in a section with other people you don't know definitely so like i said you're there to have a good time and like i said if y'all want to pull y'all bdbs you got to be that fun girl that has that energy mm-hmm. that positive vibe you got to be that girl that people want to be around right when you that girl that people want to be that people want to be around all the time that bdb energy is just gonna come to you so easily it's so when I and it's so crazy, Drea, because the girls be asking us all the time how to pull a BDB. When I tell you these niggas be falling in my lap, literally, it's so easy. Like you don't, you just gotta be a cheerful, happy, friendly person. You know what I'm saying? I don't look like a baddie today because you know how I look. I had a long night last night, <laughs> but um. So yeah, let us know how y'all feel about being in the section with girls you don't know. Are you the girl that used to kind of be like catty? Are you the kind of like turn up, have fun girl? Okay, so so I'm gonna let you bring in this this next topic too. Yes, girl, because you done had an adventurous week. Clearly, clearly, I did have an adventurous week. So I wanted to talk about pulling the wrong friend first and I feel like maybe this is like an ongoing thing with me because it seems like I do this often <laughs> yes you do so um little backstory me and uh Jazz it was the same night or whatever that we went out we ended up going to the strip club later on that night so like I told y'all we was in the section with one nigga and then that was Jasmine's friend actually who kicked us out the section I forgot to add that part that was her friend no longer her friend, obviously. So then obviously. we went to the so then we went to the other guy section that was trying to talk to me before we walked in the club. So that's who section mm-hmm. we was in after the fact. So why when we get over in the section, he getting rolled up by some bitch? I ain't really tripping because I mean, nigga, whatever. Like I just met you. I'm right. glad we got a section to be. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, I was glad we in the section. I ain't really doing no tripping. So he talked about we about to go to the strip club afterwards. So I'm like, all right, cool. So when we leaving out mm-hmm. the club, he puts me and Jasmine and Jasmine's friend in a car with another nigga. Mm-hmm. And he like, oh, this is my brother. You uh y'all can ride with him. So you could tell at first the nigga had like he was looking like man what the fuck you put these bitches in the car with me <laughs> so we rolled with him to the strip club and we get there and then girl all of a sudden the nigga me and the nigga was just all up all these other he was giving me all this money he got me like 10 bands to throw I'm, I got like a whole fucking big ass stack of wood uh, look I hope you took at least three of them bands home now 
Oh yeah, for sure. He, 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 you know me, bitch. You know me keep some vibe. I put it in the purse. You know, I tucked it. So, oh, so yeah, so bitch, we just in a club. Like he rubbing up on me. I'm like rubbing on his neck and shit. You was being yeah. PDA. I have oh, never what? seen you be PDA in the club ever. You should have been there, bitch. You would have been shocked and appalled. Because it's usually so, me that's hugging and kissing on my nigga in the club. No, you're not we, that girl. Okay, we wasn't kissing this shit. I ain't taking that oh, for her. Because I'm definitely like, be. Like, mm. I just met him. I ain't want to be. Girl, and I be tugging my nigga down. First day <laughs> we went on, I was tugging him down in the middle of Instant Blue. And you know Instant Blue be hot, bitch. So I didn't give a fuck. Bitch, he was fly as fuck. He was real icy. He had the AP on. And she, I sound like you with that Richard Milley story. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love you, Richard Milley, boo. <laughs> so we, so you know, we in the club. We we having fun. He buy us food and shit. Then after we leave the club, he brings me and Jasmine back home. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So then we sitting in the car. So Jasmine come in the house. We sitting in the car for like 20 minutes talking, like having like a little heart to heart. And like, I guess, you know, we're supposed to go to dinner later on tonight. So I guess like you could say that like I guess I talked to him now, but it's so crazy because the brother is the one who I gave my number to at first and the one who I was texting at first. And he the reason why we was in the section. Well, so l- let me get into the rules. Okay, so if you just meet somebody that night, like we exchange numbers, we trying to go to the club, this and that. If you're not attentive and doing what you're supposed to do and your partner come in and he maybe have more money or he more fine or he's paying me more attention. It's no rules, bitch. Like you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So I'm gonna go where I'm wanted. I always go where I'm celebrated. So if you're okay. not, if you're not showing me love and attention that I need, I just met you. Yeah. So. If your partner, your partner, she look good, but you look you better. Remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. Like, if I just met you, it's not it's not no loyalty thing. Like, we just meeting. Sometimes you meet the wrong friend. It happens. Fuck it. Turn up. So, I don't think that you did anything wrong, personally. Yes, and a friend is cool. Like, you know, he cool and he's definitely a BDB. But then, girl... Well, I'm gonna talk to you about this off camera. <laughs> I'm dead. I am dead. But, I am but dead. Yes, I feel like it's okay. And I guess we both just kind of wanted to tell y'all that, ladies. You know what I mean? If you meet one dude first, it's, I mean, I feel like as long as you ain't fucking both the niggas. Yeah, you can't fuck them both. Can't fuck them both. I have to. I want y'all to be better than me. I don't want y'all to be like me. I mean, I think I told y'all this situation with me and Throwback Bay. Like, I used to fuck his friend like six, seven years ago. This was before the new body and everything. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm fucking on him now and it's lit. It, but it's not a big deal. It's like it was six, seven years ago. Who the fuck cares? Like, I feel like we, everybody does things when they're young. People be turning up. Like, if I, if, we would never do this, but like if Drea wanted to talk to somebody I fucked with when I was like 20, who the fuck cares? I'm 31 now. That was 11 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes if you used to be fucking on somebody, but there was no like emotional connection and there was nothing deep there. If your friend want to fuck on them, who cares? Like it's life. And one thing about it is I know How people be like, your friend want to fuck on him? Yeah, like if my friend wanted to... a nigga like 10 years ago and then one of your homegirls wanted to fuck on him, you wouldn't care. I would not care. I would not. If it was somebody that I like, it was just like we was fucking on Mm -hmm. some like just horny type shit. No. Now, if it was somebody like 
But honestly, anybody from 10 years ago, I don't fuck with anybody from 10 years ago. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily care, but I feel like with your partners, though, it should just still be a certain code of ethics, I feel like. Like, even if you fucked the nigga 10 years ago, as your partner, like, I still shouldn't even want to... It's so many niggas in the world. Like, I should not be fucking out one of Lex old niggas. No, I agree with you on that, but sometimes running in the same... Like, we all run in the same circles. There's only so many fucking BDBs out here, bitch. Okay? <laughs> you better find a different one. But no, but what all I'm saying is, though, if it was 10 years ago and it was somebody that I... It was just sex and we... And I don't care. Why would I block her from getting her shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's just me personally. It's not now, blocking, but it's just to me... Like I said, I just feel like, come on, like, and, and it's different if you don't know versus knowing. Like, if yeah. you got fucked with 10 years ago, and then, like, because, I mean, let's be real, I had a life before I met you. So, I mean, right. it's niggas that I fucked with that probably ain't even been worth mentioning since me and you done became friends. Mm-hmm. So, if you go and you start messing with one of them niggas and you didn't even know about them, that's completely different from, like, you talking to a dude or start messing with a dude that you know I missed with. Even if it was 10 years ago, bitch, you know I used to look on him. Right, but but me, I'm the type of person, I'm going to ask if I feel like, because sometimes vibes. Wait, ask what? Like, if I meet a nigga and I know you used to fuck with him, I'm like, damn, we really vibe. And I'm like, Drea, yo, what's up? I seen such and such last night, and I'm not going to lie. Like, that nigga cool, and he fun, and we was vibing. And that's respectable, though, honestly. I'm and not going to hide it from you. Yeah, yeah. You are pretty honest. You are pretty pretty honest when it comes. I mean, we've never been in a situation like that, but I could see you being honest if something like that was to happen. And Let I me could say respect something. that more than somebody being sneaky. Oh, yeah, because even when I went I went on my first date with um, Throwback Bay back in October of last year, mm-hmm. I didn't even know if he knew that you know, the situation from the past from like seven years ago. But I was like, mm-hmm. the vibes was so good and so strong. I was like, hey, I'm gonna just straight up and let you know. Seven years ago, me and your partner used to, but it wasn't nothing like that. Like we cool, we're friends. It ain't nothing like that at all. I'm not attracted mm-hmm. to him anymore. Cause I had to let you know, nigga, I want you. Period. And I'm not trying to hide nothing. Cause I feel like, yes, there's a billion people in the world, but sometimes you just can't help who you vibe with. I mean, I agree, bitch. I done talked about my little situation that I was in. I mean, I was literally fucking with a nigga and then like two months later. And you Woo! remember that situation. I do. I actually told you to talk to his friend. And you did. Lex was actually the person who was advocating for me to do the whole shit. Because I don't let brothers, <laughs> I don't let brothers, fathers, I don't give a fuck who, how they related to you. If I'm in love with your daddy, I'm fucking your daddy. Period. You would fuck somebody, daddy. I would if I if I fuck with him and we vibing right. Hell yeah! You're not about to stop me from loving. I love love, bitch. And if your daddy loving me right, your daddy is loving me right. I ain't gonna lie. I feel bad about it at first, but then honestly, I feel I started feeling the same way as what you just said. Like you can't help who who you vibe you with. You can't like, help who you vibe nigga with. Just vibed way better than I was vibing with that nigga. And he was like, "I'm sorry, mm. nigga. I'm sorry, little nigga." Not <gasps> little nigga. He, and that's another thing. I moved up the ladder. Hoes be moving down the ladder. You gotta move I'm up dead. the ladder. You gotta go from one extreme <laughs> to the next. You can't go from here. <laughs> that is definitely true 
Yes, you gotta go up. And then that nigga, he ain't that mad because he up in my DMs again. I'm dead. And he knows that you started fucking with his friend too. He probably know that I still was recently fucking with him too. You he got that wop, hun. You got that wop. I know that's why. So. Huh? I you with it, Wop. That's why you got all in birthday you. <laughs> you see me, girl? Okay, so let us know how y'all feel about talking to friends. I know we've talked about this before, but just letting y'all know ahead of time, if you meet two niggas in the same night and they friends and they both trying to holler at you, just make the best decision. It don't matter who got oh, your number look. first or whatever. You got to choose up, sis. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just want to take a little quick break really quick and tell y'all, um, I always talk about BetterHelp all the time. So if y'all aren't uh, subscribed to our Patreon, please make sure y'all get subscribed to our Patreon. That's um, the bonus content that we have. We drop new uh, bonus episodes every week. So recently I did an episode and I talked about um, my depression that I went through like the first like two years that I moved to Atlanta and I really got to in depth on how I worked through that and you know just all the motions that I went through so I want to talk about better help for a second so um if you have anything that's like interfering with your happiness you feel like something's stopping you from achieving your goal better help is going to assist you with your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist I don't think people understand how important therapy is and how much it can help you like push through things that you're going through and I feel like therapy is good for people even if you aren't going through some things even if you just need somebody to talk to and release you know emotions and feelings that you have so um the good thing about it is like with everything going on it's all virtual so you can do it you know on your computer on your phone and you can get contacted with a therapist less than 24 hours um it's professional counseling so it's not like you just gonna be talking to me and Dre or some shit you're gonna be talking to a professional counselor you'll get timely and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and you can do this all within the comfort of your own home I know people are still quarantined a lot of doctor's office are Offices are closed right now. So you're doing this all within the comfort of your own home. So um, what we did is we partnered with BetterHelp to give you all a discount so you can get started on your therapy. If you've never tried out therapy, this is definitely something that you need to do. So if you suffer from depression, stress, anxiety, anything from like relationships, you're having problems sleeping, anything that's making you feel like you're not at your maximum potential, this is the program for you. So all you have to do is go to www.betterhelp.com backslash poor minds. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month and you can get your session started. So that's www.betterhelp.com slash P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S. Okay? Okay. All right. So let me get into this next topic. I really wanted to talk about this because it's kind of really hurt my feelings this morning. So, um, I'm not going to tell the whole exact story because this is a little personal. I don't talk about my mom and my family too much on here because Mm -hmm. that's something that I really keep private. Like, that's one thing I don't want y'all being like weird with my mom and weird with my family. You know what I'm saying? So I do keep that personal with me. I don't really talk about me and my mom. My mom is like my best friend, but I don't talk about her too much on here because Mm -hmm. she didn't ask for this, this being in the spotlight kind of shit. Right. She asked for this life. You know, she just happened to have a whole for a daughter. <laughs> so, um, so this hey, morning I was talking, I'm dead. So I was talking to my mom this morning and you know, there's a big hurricane coming to Houston and, um, Beaumont golden triangle area. So basically y'all know I'm from orange. So my mom still lives in orange. So she is being forced to, um, evacuate. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, long story short, um, she was trying to evacuate with her friend or whatever, and it was just a whole big old mess. So basically, I was on some shit like, girl, fuck him. Like, you need to evacuate and take care of yourself. If anything, he need to make sure he gets you a hotel, and you need to do what the fuck you got to do, right? And so my mom just, like, stopped and looked at me. She was like, what is wrong with you? Like, I didn't raise you like this. She was like, you're not supposed to leave nobody behind. You don't treat people like that. You know, she was like, this is a hurricane. This ain't no This ain't no man buying me a hotel and taking me shot. We are trying to save our lives. Like, she was really, like, going in on me for a second. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me bring it back now. Let me bring it back, though, because in some ways she is right now. In some ways she is right, because it's not about it's not about that right now. It's just about making sure they're evacuated and they're safe, you know, and this is just her friend. This is not a BDB in this situation. Like, it's just somebody that's her friend. But um, I said that to say, yeah, you did raise me right. But guess what? The men aren't the same anymore, sis. So the way you treated men growing up and how you treat your friends, that's good. Kudos to you because you have a great friendship with this man. And this man shows you loyalty. He's good to you. Y'all have a great friendship. Niggas ain't like that no more. So, yeah, you did raise me right. But I'm not doing that. For, I'm not doing that. So I, maybe I projected onto her, you know, things that I experienced and things that I go through. But... It really kind of hurt my feelings because she was like, I didn't raise you like this. No, you did not raise me like that. But you also raised me not to be a dummy. And I'm not out here just giving every man good friendship because some these niggas don't don't deserve that. They really fucking don't. So has your mom ever told you something like. Why are you acting like this, Drea? You know better as far as how we treat men and how we are with men. Fucking I'm dead. My mom actually tells me that often yeah. because me and my mom, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Again, you know, I'm kind of the same way as Lex. You know, we don't really talk about our families and stuff that much on the show because we just like to keep it private and personal. But my parents were married for like mm-hmm. 40 years, number one. Um, and my mom was very, very faithful to my dad. And when she, met him, she met him at a time where yeah, and she met him at a time where she was actually, you know, doing better than him and making more money than him. Mm-hmm. So she's always kind of told me that, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't raise you like that. You supposed to um, look at men for how they treat you, not what they could do for you. I'm going to look at them for both of them. Facts. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You can do what you like to do. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, my but but. but. <laughs> But my dad also, and I'll say this about my dad as well. Um, my dad, when they met, he wasn't making like crazy money and she was making more money than him. But my dad built himself up and he got to a point to where he was making good money and he could provide for his family. A lot of niggas be trash ass niggas and they will allow a woman to take care of them. They don't be having no drive. They won't try to build themselves up and get to a point to where they're making more money. If I could find a man like that, I probably wouldn't be opposed to it, but most of these niggas who I know that I'm doing better than, they don't right. have no drive to And you know what? Business. It seems, it seems so like, like men like your dad, like when he met your mom, it's like he was good to her and he wanted to become a better man to provide for her. 
men do not have that mentality no more. They be like on some fuck these bitches. I'm not doing shit for a bitch. We about to split this rent. We about to split this rent. We about to split this. We about to split that. I'm just like, damn, what a real niggas at? And see, it wasn't no splitting or nothing like that. And this is something that my mama told me about my dad, too, the other day. She said that when one thing about my daddy, he never if he couldn't do things for her, he never tried to to take her money or to, like, mm-hmm. get money from her. He would just be content with what he had. He never asked her for money. He was never trying to get money from her. I feel like a lot of the time these niggas, they be wanting to live above their means. They be wanting to do shit that they can't afford to do. And they be wanting to feel comfortable getting mm-hmm. the money from a bitch. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, what type right. of man are you? You know what I mean? My daddy, my daddy was just a real nigga all around. So that's why, and I'm not just saying that because that's my dad. Just a lot of things that I know about my dad and things that I've seen between my parents over the years. My daddy was just a real nigga. Like he a hard, he, it, it's hard. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like, you know, if I came across a man like your dad or something like, of course, right. I'm going to, you know, I would be a good woman to him. But I feel like I'm not going to sit up here and lie. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a good woman. When I'm in a relationship and I have a partner, all this, I'm not going to lie, all this hot girl shit, city girl talk I'll be doing, baby, we can make this work. All that shit goes out the window because I love you and you're my man, like, period. So, you know, I, I feel like. But I feel like we haven't found. Some yeah, we haven't men. found them type of men. Certain things, certain people bring certain things out of people. You know, so when my mom was like, I didn't raise you like that, like, no, maybe you didn't. But you have to understand you don't go through the shit that we going through with these men now. Now, don't get me wrong. Men ain't been shit for a long time, but I feel like it's even worse now. I feel like at least then men didn't mind. Like, okay, I know I have to save up my money to get this ring. I have to, you know, get us a house and do this and do that. Men don't want to do that no more. They want to do the bare minimum. And you know what they found? They found a, a, it's like some women are so desperate to have a man because they're scared of being alone. So they found this group of women who are scared. Pick me, pick me's. They found this group of women who are scared to be alone and who will settle for anything. So they found that the, they found these women who will settle for anything. And then they look at women like us who ain't about to settle. I can do bad by myself. And you're not about to make me feel bad because I expect this and this and that. I, I, yes, I do expect unconditional love. Yes. I do expect to be treated like a queen. Yes. I do expect all of that. I want all of it. And who's to say I don't deserve it and that I can't have it? I'm not about to pick and choose. Okay, so he can give me A, B, and C, but he can't give me D. No, I want A, B, C, and D, and I don't have to choose. Because guess what? Whatever you want from me, I'm going to make sure I provide that for you, period. If my man want this, it's getting done. If my man want that, because that's the kind of woman I am. But I feel like people don't reciprocate that energy. I need that energy. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever you want me to do as your woman, I'm going to make sure it's done. I don't care what you need, what you want. I'm going to provide that to you because that's how I am as a woman. But these niggas, they not trying to give you that same energy. So that's why I don't do it. Um, but They not. And I told my, that's what I be trying to get my mom to understand too, though, when we be having these conversations. She be like, well, I didn't raise you like that. And you're not going to never find a good man um, adopting the type of part, the, the, the type of mentality that you have about men. And I'm like, I don't think that that's true because I feel like the men, the, me, people want mm-hmm. different things in life. What you wanted in life is not what I wanted in life. And I feel like it's the same thing with you and your mom. You know what I mean? Different people want different right. things. 
you might want different things from a man mm-hmm. than what your mom wanted or what your mom still wants. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that, yeah, you didn't raise me like that, but I'm my own person and mm-hmm. I want what I want. And that's what I want. I'm not saying I don't still want the same things that you want as far as like love and, and devotion and a good man and all that type of stuff. I want that stuff too, but I also want right and I, and I don't want to have to choose like I really don't want to have to right. choose so let us know are y'all parents more of the city girl type or are they more of the traditional type because don't get it twisted though maybe my mama my mom is right. I think but my mom is a mixture because sometimes she be like no like he ain't got no money he she be talking her shit too because let me if I ever brought a man home that didn't have no money she about the clown and act the fool so, I exactly. I, well, no, I don't, I don't think my mom would clown and act the fool, but she would just be looking. Because I'll say this, and I think I done said this before on the show. My mama has always told me, don't be laying down with no nigga who Period. No Period. So, to a certain extent, I guess you could say my mama mm. is a city Okay, girl. Barbara knows tea. <laughs> like I said, she. And like I said, one thing, and, and it's a whole different thing to be the type of woman that make a nigga want to be a better nigga. Because like I said, when my daddy met her, she was a little better than him. But then she made him want to yeah. be a better nigga. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. Like, like sometimes, I mean, you be around a nigga, he make you want to step your game up. Like, damn, okay, I need to get on my shit as a mm-hmm. woman. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just a all, mm-hmm. it all comes full circle. It's somebody for everybody. But like right. I said, I'm not settling Nobody in these comments, nobody who at me on Twitter, nobody on Instagram. Y'all can call me ugly, say I'm loud, obnoxious. I ain't never going to find a man. I don't give a fuck what y'all say about me. I know me and I know myself and I know I'm never settling. I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say about Big Mama, period. I agree. Okay, so now we're going to get into the bed. Hey, the bed. Oh, the bed. Oh, okay. So I really wanted to talk about this. I know we've talked about toys in the room before, but I wanted to talk about especially like toys in the room with specifically black men. Why are you making that face? Oh, it's about to get nasty, (laughs) y'all. Okay, so um, I've used toys in the bedroom before. I have, but it was a long, I haven't used toys in the bedroom in a very, very long time butt plugs yeah but that to me don't really count so I was having actually a conversation with Kiki earlier and I was just saying how like it's crazy how I feel like a lot of times black men are intimidated by toys in the bedroom they feel like oh baby you don't need that toy you got this big old ham right here like but toys are fun they may they and are. it's like it just makes the sex okay let me tell y'all a story I told him I wasn't gonna stop, talk about it on the podcast but I lied <laughs> so um i was actually pleasantly surprised because i did not know he was going to be into stuff like that so throwback bay bought me a fucking vibrator and it's like the bluetooth vibrator so it's on his phone bitch i've never done this never had anybody buy me a toy i was just like okay you a little freaky so it was just, I don't want to get into details because that's our private life. But basically, I put the shit in and we was in front of people and the toy got played. He was just going ham on that shit. And it was just so much fucking fun. And it's like when we had sex, it was so good because it was just like building it up. I'm like, nigga, I'm ready to go upstairs. Like, you need to fuck the shit out of me right now. Yeah, huh? 
Yes, like I was just like, actually, I think it was more so the mind thing too. Like just the fact that he knew that he was turning me on without even touching me. And he knew like he was in control of my body. It was just so much. And I'm just like, you know what? Black people need to get more into toys. For real. For real. It was such a good experience. And that sex was so bomb. Like, bitch, listen, listen. The hurricane came early, okay? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I agree. I definitely think that not just with toys, but I sometimes just think black men need to just get more adventurous, Mm -hmm. period, in the bedroom. I think I told you that um, I've done that before. Not I don't have um, the Bluetooth toy, but I have like you know just one of the ones where it's like it's the the vibrator separately separately mm-hmm. from the remote. And I actually did that before when I went mm-hmm. out to a restaurant with a dude. I was like, "Now, guys, from the remote, we got to the restaurant. He didn't mm-hmm. even know I had it already in and stuff. And then I let him control mm-hmm. it while we was at the table, and it was it was it was definitely very fun. But me and my ex did an episode on Patreon, so. Y'all follow us on Patreon. Y'all probably already been seeing it. If you haven't, shameless plug, go ahead and subscribe. But um, I was me and him was talking on the show, and he was just basically saying how he ain't never let nobody do nothing to his mm-hmm. dude, like ever, like nothing. And I just thought that was crazy because I know I had never did anything to him, like you know, to his butt or whatever. But I was just shocked to find out that he's never let anyone do that. And mind you, this man is like wow. thirty three. I feel like it's a lot of stuff. So I'm just like, it's a lot of stuff people are missing out on because they're scared how it's going to make them look. But I feel like one thing about sex Mm -hmm. is like, you're supposed to be free. You're supposed to be liberated in the bedroom. You're supposed to be doing, trying fun shit. Like that's how you know you like shit and you figure out that you, I would have never in a million years guessed that me and him would have used the toy. Like I said, I haven't used a toy in the bedroom in years because a lot of men, I feel like especially BDBs, they kind of be like a little uptight in the bedroom. Like they just, you know, they be on some chill. They just be on some chill shit. So I was actually pleasantly surprised when he like, well, I mean, in my, in my oh yeah hand. well no it's a few let me not say all bdvs some of them be like on some other shit yeah <laughs> but for the most part i feel yeah. like they just kind of like vanilla sex it's not nothing extra in the bedroom so i was actually pleasantly surprised now i'm not gonna give y'all the link to the toy until i can try to get a, a, a ad deal or a check now <laughs> but y'all can google like a sex toy that has a bluetooth on it and i mean i'm sure it'll come up but um but yeah he had it on his phone so he was like controlling it on his phone and it actually works long distance so which I so he can be in knows. fucking new york and i could be in texas and he can make that shit vibrate which is fucking awesome yes oh if he in bali bitch i'm gonna be with him now hold on wait a minute now wait a minute slow down slow down so (laughs) i just think that like i said i use the toy for the first time in years and i really think that people need to start using toys in the bedroom it makes it just brings the sex like if you are having sex with somebody and it's a 10 because i feel like our sex is a 10 like we have amazing sex that Without, Without all of that. All that that shit brought it to like a 15 last night. It was so fucking... Hold on, let's change the subject now, girl, because I'm about to call my man. I'm about it's to call my man. I agree with her, though, because I feel like I've always... And me and Lexi, you know, we have a lot of personal conversations 
off air as well, obviously. And I think that's something that we talked about before. Like, I've always been into that in the bedroom. I feel like you always have to incorporate different things. Because, I mean, just the normal, typical, it doesn't matter how many positions you try. It doesn't matter what you do. After a while, just the normal. It gets very boring. boring. It gets boring. You have to incorporate other things. So, I love toys. I actually own Mm -hmm. a lot of them. And I definitely think that people should so yes if y'all use toys in the bedroom definitely let us know and let us know what toys y'all use i'm actually interested like any people out there yes send us some new ones like i'm really gonna get into the toy thing with him because like i said i didn't know he was into that and it was fucking amazing and he already got amazing dick on top of that Oof, and he fine Mm. drea finally drea got to meet him Mm. i did get to meet him all right all right (laughs) I know that's right, Queen. Okay, so now we're gonna get into the bop. Hey, the bop. Oh so first of all, let me just say I'm in love with this man. Oh lord. I'm in love with this man. This man that I'm about to talk about. Damn, can I finish? I'm I'm in I mean I'm anticipating what you want to say. So let me tell you, this this is a real ass nigga. He make fire ass music. He got bread. He just a real hood nigga. So if anybody out there can put me down, I would appreciate it. No, I'm just playing. Um, but yeah, Young Dolph just dropped a new project and that shit is fucking flames. Oh. Young Dolph makes the music that you can twerk to and your man can ride to. Not many people can do that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's either you got to listen to your man music or you got to listen to your music. Young Dolph, he bring that shit together, okay? First of all, let me say this. This album has no skips, none, okay? It's a it's a 16-song project, 16-song fire. Well, some of them are um uh skits or whatever. But my favorite song, I got three favorite songs on there. So my first one is To Be Honest, I See Dollar Signs. And he got a song called R&B featuring my girl, Megan Thee Stallion. Per usual, she came in and she fucked shit up like she always do. Realest bitch. Ain't nobody playing with my bitch. Meg Thee Stallion for president 2020. So, yeah, uh, Young Dolph's. <laughs> Young Dolph's new project is called Rich Slave. Shout out to Young Dolph. You the realest nigga in it. Ain't nobody realer than you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had a... I don't even know what else to say after that. I love him. I'm just playing. Honestly, how you feel about Drake is really how I feel about Young Dolph, honestly. I love him. That's crazy, because, like, honestly, it's really crazy to me that you like him, because he's just not... My type. That's the only hood nigga that could ever get some pussy out of me. Ooh. Because Lex do not like hood niggas, y'all. She don't. Like, yeah, that's me. Um, that's my thing. But I think... She don't really like that. Dog. So I was really talking... Yeah, I do like him. Me. But let me not... I think he's married. So let me not talk about that married man like that. That's rude. <laughs> Facts, queen. <laughs> no me. No me. I'm playing. Relax. Okay. Bitch, yeah, go to your uh, bop of the week, bitch. Goddamn. <laughs> Okay, so y'all know Mulatto just came Shout out. Shout out to Mulatto. Album. Well, I'm gonna call her Beat Lotto. Beat, Beat Lotto. Lotto. <laughs> Shout out to Beat Lotto. 
So she just came out with her album. Um, the album is cool. Um, I like the In and Out song with City Girls. Yes. I know it's a City Girl fan. Mm-hmm. Period. JT played on that hoe. I love that song with her and City Girls. Um, she got a song called Pull Up. With oh, Pull Jackson. Up is hard. So like that song is Pull Up is hard. And then of course, honorable mention. Muwap. Yeah, yeah, I did. We did. I did. Uh, Muwap as my bop of the week. Um, like two weeks ago, I think. Oh, okay, okay. So of course, Muwap as well. Like that slid. That she slid, slid on that hoe. Slid. I'm a freak. Slid. But I can't let a broke nigga beat. Period. I can't let a broke nigga beat. So yeah, shout out to Mulatto. Album is actually hard. I fuck with Big Lotto. Yeah. Um, do you have any songs off the album? Oh no, the like, Twenty One Savage song—that's my shit. I've been riding the fuck out that hoe. Yeah. Pull up. Yeah. Okay, like so it. now we're gonna get into the question segment of the show. Make sure if you get want your question answered on the show, you email us at askpoorminds at gmail Y'all, please, y'all are doing good. Keep the questions like in a paragraph. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you want your question answered on the show, you have to send it to this email address. Okay. Um. Please, because y'all be sending it to the Drea and Lake. Are y'all sending them to our DMs? And sometimes, yeah. So please just send them to ask for mine. C-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S. Okay. So it says, hey, Drea and Lex. First off, I want to say I love your podcast. I have an important question for you lovely ladies. So I am currently a black college senior and trying to understand my hoe phase. I grew up in a white community, so I wasn't exposed to having sex and was a late bloomer. But I'm interested in getting... And getting better at having sex without finding a boyfriend. When I lost my virginity, the sex felt great, but I wasn't able to satisfy the guy I was with. He told me I needed more practice. Unfortunately, the next guy was a little too rough and I wasn't used to it. But if I can't take dick, I feel like I can't satisfy a guy and they won't call me back. And I have my eyes set on BDBs, whether they are athletes or successful men. But I'm dying to feel confident in my sexual performance and in my own skin. What are some tips to getting used to rough sex without embarrassing myself out here and getting the bag? Sincerely, sincerely, the socially awkward virgin. That's actually a good question. Okay. Well, let me say this first of all. You shouldn't be having no sex that you don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. So it's not no getting used to rough sex. Like if you don't, that's not what you Mm -hmm. like, then it's not what you like. And I feel like some women, it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but um, some women just can't take big dicks. And that's fine. I don't like big dicks. And I've been fucking since I was, I've been fucking for 80 years, bitch. And I do not like no big, big, big old dick. I don't either. But let me say this too, because it's crazy. Because I feel like, but that's something that has, changed as mm. I've gotten older because I will say I feel like when I was younger I used to like that and I actually just recently had a situation that I told you about where the dick was too um, big. a guy that I used yeah a guy that I used to have sex with I haven't had sex with him in like two years and I just cannot even she can't take that I dick. can't take it anymore I can't I can't do it so I feel like you know what I mean it's First of all, sex needs to be enjoyable. Like you want to have sex with somebody that you enjoy having sex with, whether he a BDB or not. You don't want to be having sex with no nigga you don't like to sex. I was in a situation where I was fucking with a BDB and I was not enjoying. So for me, 
my advice I have for you is you need to discover what you like. So you need to be masturbating. You need to figure out what are your spots and what turns you on. Do you like your nipples? You like your nipples pinch? What makes you feel good? Because when you feel good, that's when you're going to feel more confident. So watch porn. See, find out what turns you on. Do you like when niggas hit it from the back? Do you like it on top? What is your favorite positions? You need to find out all of this stuff. So you need to do research on your own and you need to research your own body first. Because if you're not comfortable with yourself and touching yourself and figuring out what you like yourself, you're not going to be comfortable with somebody else. I'm dead, bitch. So I will say that you need to discover your own body first and then find somebody that you're comfortable with. Somebody that doesn't mind, you know, taking things slow with you. Find somebody who's passionate in the bedroom and they don't mind being a teacher. I like fucking with niggas that want to teach me something. I love oh the passion they be like no let me show you let me let me show you how i'm gonna do you okay let me show you how we gonna do this you know what i'm saying so find somebody that you know is not looking to be fucked find somebody that wants to just have some good sex with you a lot of niggas just want to get fucked you know what i'm saying a lot right. of niggas just want to bust a nut fuck them niggas and a lot of niggas is not, yeah, they don't be really experienced mm-hmm. like that. Like, 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 let's like say they just be wanting to fuck. So niggas don't be having no kind of like nothing. Game, no nothing. They don't care about eating your pussy. They don't care about foreplay. They don't be caring about none of this shit. Like they just mm-hmm. be out for self. Then it's not the type of nigga right. that you want to be fucking. So I would say find somebody that you're comfortable with, that you have a good friendship with or relationship with, whatever y'all doing, and somebody that you don't feel embarrassed with in the bed. I feel like when I started having great sex is because I learned my body, but I also started fucking with somebody that I was super comfortable with. So when we were in the bedroom, mm-hmm. bitch, like I joke a lot during sex. Yes. I crack jokes during cause sex is fun. It's supposed to be like something we, yeah. Like we have our sexual moments where we're passionate. And then like maybe five minutes after we done, we laughing and cracking up at something like sex is supposed to be enjoyable and it's supposed to be fun, you know? So definitely find somebody that you're comfortable with that doesn't mind exploring with you. Find somebody you can explore with. That's what I'll say. Okay. Go to the next one. Okay. So I'm going to get into the next question. It says, hey, ladies, I've been seeing this woman a couple of months now. When we first met, she told me she was in a relationship and they have been together for seven years. Despite her telling me that, I still wanted her. She says she still craves women sometimes. So our situation is disguised as a friendship. I told her in the beginning, I will not and do not want to be in a relationship with a woman, but sometimes I just want some pussy. The first time we hung out, we fucked, and many times after that. Every time I'm around her and her man, it feels awkward knowing we fucking the same woman. I don't even know if he knows about our relationship. Although she has a man, she gets jealous and in her feelings whenever I tell her I'm going on dates or around other people. I like what we have, but I'm still single. I talked to her about her jealousy before, but she is mad. I don't want to end what we have. What should we do about, what should I do about this situation? So obviously she is starting to develop feelings because she's getting jealous and she's getting mad. So I feel like I I say this all the time. I don't like repeating myself. So you need to have a conversation with her, lay it out exactly what you want and what you are expecting moving forward and make her understand that sister, you have a boyfriend. I am single. This is not going to be anything more than sex. I enjoy hanging out with you, but the jealousy, you have a whole man that you continuously fucking. So I need to go out and have my fun and try to find whatever I want to find as well. So I feel like have one conversation with her and if things don't change, it's only going to get worse. So you're going to have to dead that. Okay. 
Um, I would have to agree. Pussy and I get it when I need it. You can find it anywhere. Like Drake's. I, I was about to actually say that, but I, I didn't did. want to agree. So I'm glad you said it. But yeah, it's just like pussy is pussy. You can get that from anywhere. I mean, and if it's a crazy bitch attached to it, I say stay clear of it. Because I done been in situations where, you know, I have been, I'm very vocal on the show about me and my dating, um, my past dating situation where I've dated women and met with women. And women always get emotionally attached. It's literally no way to continuously fuck on a woman and expect I mean, a man too. I don't care. There ain't no way you can fuck on anybody. But we, but we, but we talking yeah. about women more specifically right now. Um, I feel like there's no way around that. You know what I mean? Women are emotional creatures. And even if you think it's going to be a casual encounter, if you fucking a bitch right, she going to start mm-hmm. having feelings for you. Um, and, I, and, and just being somebody who has been in situations with women, I think that if she acting crazy and she can't be understanding about the fact that you're single and she's in a whole relationship, so you don't owe her anything because she's in a relationship, you just need to yeah. date this shit and find you another bitch to just get some pussy from because there's plenty of them. That Queen, I like that advice because Drea has munched in the garden before. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go to the next question. Hey, y'all. My name is Sam. You guys are great. I know how y'all feel about those drawn out dissertation you guys get on the regular. So I'm just going to get right to it. An ex of mine has recently reentered my life. The catch is he's in a whole relationship. He stays in my DMs talking about how I snatched his soul and how he can't get me out of his head, amongst other things. I know all he wants is the pussy, which is cool because he got some bomb ass dick and we have explosive sexual chemistry. Also, a bitch is going through a drought right now. So a good old nut would be love but he got a girl i'm not trying to break up a happy home help love you guys (laughs) i got the angel saying this and i got the devil saying this Uh, go ahead drea i'm gonna let you answer (laughs) it it be like that with me too but y'all know me this is what i'm gonna always say if a nigga is in a relationship that's cool whatever but what am i gonna be getting out of this exactly because you got to be now. So it's not like you single and I'm single. And I understand that, like, maybe sometimes a lot of y'all that write into us, y'all be feeling like, oh, good dick is hard to come by. So you don't be wanting to give it up easily. I don't feel that way. I feel like good dick, you can come by it. And you can come by a nigga who's going to do some shit for you mm-hmm. and give you some good dick. So a nigga who got a bitch, I'm sorry. I just don't feel like you should be fucking on a nigga that has a girlfriend now that you used to be fucking with unless he's about to make it a beneficial situation for you outside of Dickie. Y'all know my favorite saying. You've got to pay to play just for sure that bang bang to look your way. Bitch, when did that become your favorite? I said it at the live show at Cocktails. You got to pay to play just for shot and bang, bang to look your way. These niggas don't deserve no free pussy. He getting pussy from his bitch. He going to get pussy they from know. you. Girl, he got to come you. with something. He got to come with something beneficial. Like, you are a poor girl. Your pussy is too good. You a bad bitch. I already know. You, we ain't going out mm-hmm. sad, sis. We not giving these pussy to niggas just to give it to them. I understand that you're horny. I have my right. moments too, but trust and believe if a nigga got a situation, but he want to fuck with me. Oh baby, it's coming with some stipulations, bitch. 
and needs to come with mm. some period. I'm just saying, like, and that's just how I feel about that. I really don't be liking to mess with dudes who be in situations, period. But it's like if I am gonna It's gotta be one, something. He gonna be coming yeah, he gonna be coming with it because why would I just be? And not only that, he's your ex for a reason. Y'all aren't together anymore for a reason. So you're not about. You don't even want to open them can of worms no more for no reason. You gonna open a can of worms just for some dick? If anything, and if he not coming with nothing, sis, just go find you some new dick. Cause it ain't hard to find. One thing about these. Lord, yes. <laughs> I think legs. Sidebar, I think let's be strategically planning how we gonna who gonna go first to read the questions because I always end up with the long questions. <laughs> it ain't that long. Go ahead. <laughs> so okay, the next question says, Mrs. Officer. Hey Lex and Drea. Side note, thank y'all for being so responsive. Um, greatly appreciated Queens. Drea had me about week as fuck with DT in London on the track on Lex P and Lex with Lex. <laughs> Not on London Facebook. on the track. <laughs> <laughs> I just started as a pharmacy tech and this annoying ass nigga hits on a girl that's 20 years old he said an alarming statement how he watched her in her car during her 15 minute break of course I told her not to be messy but as a precaution to park somewhere else I guess he accidentally on purpose heard me tell her because I damn sure didn't whisper the shit he then started to talk to her crazy saying statements like I could bully you if I feel like it so I jumped in telling him to stop when I got home, I was still bothered and did a background check on his ass. My dad works for NSA, so I learned a couple tricks and found out this nigga is 34 years old, even though he acts 12. My question is, should I report him to HR if he keeps up this behavior? He's Jamaican and makes all the females feel very uncomfortable saying disparaging and mean-spirited remarks. That is, of course, after I subliminally drag his ass for eight hours during my shift tomorrow. Play with yourself, not me, ho. I'm going to attach some of the findings on his background check so you can see his you-looking ass. I tried to make it short as possible, y'all. Please don't drag Ooh. me. And so she attached oh, some photos to him. She attached his, he is, she attached his photos and she attached, um, I guess, his Facebook information. And then she also posted, uh, sent us a video that's like an hour long. So obviously we don't have time to watch mm. it right now. Um, so what do you, um, what do you think, I have like, worked see? in hostile environments with men before. And you know what? It's crazy that you actually sent this letter in because I was watching, um, what's that show? Uh, fatal attraction last night. And this woman kind of had the uh-huh. same, no, the, oh, the, the, the TV show on TV one. So, and this woman was kind of having the same issue with this man and he was just being really aggressive and she did a background research and she just found some disturbing stuff on them. For me, especially in this climate, it's better safe than sorry. If he's making you feel uncomfortable and he's making other women feel uncomfortable, the best thing you can do is start a paper trail. So if you need, if you feel like you need to report him to HR, do that because the worst thing comes to worse and something happens people be like well why didn't she report it why she didn't say anything nobody knew anything so my thing is if anybody is bothering me i'm always reporting something because y'all gonna know hey lex said this on this date lex reported this on this date you know what i'm saying so i feel like if you feel like you're at that point to where you need to report it to hr because your safety comes first and if you don't feel like you're safe you feel like your co-worker she's only 20 and he's watching her for 15 minutes 
That's not normal. That's very men. Men are creatures and they're scary. Okay. Men do some freaky ass shit. Seriously. Men are freaking scary. Like seriously, they're horny. They're sexual deviants and we need to protect ourselves. I'm so serious. Like I'd have been in some situations with some men and I'm just like, what the actual fucking fuck? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you definitely need to report it to HR. If you feel like it's getting to that point to where it's, he's only going to, if he's telling people, I don't mind bullying you and he's watching people for 15 minutes, you know, it's stages. People going to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying until they do something. And, they, get away, and it's going to get worse and worse. So, yes, sis, definitely report him mm-hmm. because we want to keep all the poor girls safe. Okay? Yes, amen. Yes, report that nigga. He looks he scary did. in photos. I, I am too because you know I like some hot tea. We love some tea. Okay, so um, I was supposed to say this at the beginning of the episode, but um, guys... Uh, we are actually looking for a intern. So if you would like to intern for Poor Minds, please send us your resume to Drea and Lex Show at gmail.com. We are looking for an intern like ASAP. We need one really, really, really soon. So if yeah, anybody would like to intern with Poor Minds, it's really, really fun. We prefer somebody who's in Atlanta. It's fun. We have a good time. So we we prefer somebody who's in Atlanta. So if anybody's in Atlanta and looking for an internship, you know, we can give you college credits and all that shit. We got y'all. We going to hook y'all up. So right. make sure yeah, it's, it's real, real professional over here, hun. So make sure y'all email us at Drea and Lex show at gmail.com. Uh, do you have anything else you want to yeah. add sister girl? Um, just to make sure that y'all subscribe to the page. It's lit. We be having some hot tea. The and we really not saying this just because it's us, but the Patreon is really lit, y'all, for real. Like we be dropping hot tea on there. Like I said, I just dropped part one of um the episode I did with my ex. I'm gonna drop part two next week because Lex's gonna drop something this week. She already has an episode up with her mm-hmm. and one of her exes. Um. I- and I'm actually going to record an episode while I'm still in Houston with my best friend Jasmine. We're going to do a Patreon mm-hmm. episode as well. So, like, we just got the tea coming for y'all. Lex about to start doing reviews. Yeah, so on I'm going to be dropping. I'm going to start dropping that. Probably, I'm going to drop one sometime this week. But, um, but yeah, we're about to do P-Valley reviews. I did an episode on um, my, my plastic surgery. I'm actually about to get some shit done again. Mm-hmm. Um... I did an episode about my depression. We done just a lot of good episodes. So it's a lot of good stuff in there. So make sure y'all get subscribed to our Patreon. As always, send your questions to askpoorminds at gmail.com. And um, I think that's it. Yeah, so y'all, this is the first virtual uh poor minds episode. I really like this site. Um, so yeah, we probably gonna use this a little more often just in case we gotta go on a trip with our BDBs and we can't make it back home. Okay. And now I got me a mic mm-hmm. that I see for a week. Cause these cute and petite them ones that we got. I know they are too big. Okay, thank y'all so much for tuning in, and we'll see y'all next week. And for the Patreon members, I'll see y'all Friday. Bye y'all. Bye y'all.